morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday, and we broadcasting live from Miami. The 305, the MIAO. Yes, we're at Miami Soul Cafe. That's right. What are we doing here? We're not just here for our health, though. We're not just here because we want to be here. Well, I mean, we want to be I, here. I, I want to be here. It's nice. Saying. The weather's 80 degrees. It feels good. And have... you get free breakfast. You d- oh, for real? On top of everything. Everybody? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, everybody gets free breakfast. Oh, okay. All right. Hello. I just want to make sure. Oh, I didn't know. Everyone is welcome, oh. but it is first come, first serve. So okay. if you time. get here late and there's no more breakfast, you don't get free breakfast. We're on air. Eddie says we are on air. This, so it says sounds good so far. This is so the only good. time we really the breakfast club then. Yeah, that we, we actually have. providing actual, actual breakfast for the people. Absolutely. When did y'all get to Miami? Yesterday. Oh, y'all got there yesterday. Mm-hmm. I got there late last night. I was in uh, D.C. all day yesterday. I was on um, Capitol Hill speaking on this uh, panel for Black History Month called uh, 21st Century Solutions, Same Challenge, Multiple Paths. Dope. Uh, which Senator Tim Scott and Van Jones and a few other people. And we was out there just having a conversation okay. about different things affecting uh, the black community. Then I flew here. And the first thing I did when I landed around 9.30 p.m. Is what? I, I went to the liquor. You went to the licking. <laughs> you went to the licking and not. Oh, I did. I was hungry. I did you know, go to the gym? I didn't go to the gym yesterday. Did you release it yet? Yes, I did. Oh, thank God. Why are you worried about what's going on? Because you're going to be all over here and it's going to be all smelling. No, no. Why you say that? Because I, I know you. Man, stop. Man. And they have, the, they have the uh, licking on the beach, too. Yeah. Right next do? to Bar Idol. Yes, really? they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and shout to myself. I want to shout to myself. Today, what? Let me tell you. Today is the 17-year anniversary of my album that I released, my debut album, <laughs> Drama, Drop a, Drop a Bomb. 17 years <laughs> since I dropped my debut album, <laughs> The Block Party. It had Jay-Z, DMX. <laughs> What's funny? I don't think nobody cares but you. I do care. That's, that's why I'm shouting myself out. <laughs> but you know what? You, know fabulous. you don't even care because you didn't Joe have it posted. Somebody posted you that on Instagram and tagged you. That's how you You remember. didn't even know. Yep, that's how I knew. <laughs> but I'm going to post it now. That album means nothing to you. It means everything. It was my start. One of my starts. Everything the, that I do means date? a lot. Hmm? Today is the... You don't even know the date. Oh, my 11, gosh. February 11th. I would be honest with you. If Clue don't post it, it don't count because it came out on Desert Storm. It did come out on so, Desert Storm. Shout the Clue. Shout the Doro. Shout the Skane. Because Clue always posts fabulous anniversary albums. Let's see if he posts that. Now I got to text him and tell him he better post it now. See? Tag him. Now, who's joining us this morning? Oh, man, we got uh, Angela Rye is coming this morning. Angela uh, Rye will be joining us this morning. Who else? As, as well as uh, Al- Oliver Gilbert, right? Oliver Gilbert, he's the mayor of uh, Miami Gardens. Miami Gardens. Yes. So we'll, he, lo- he looks like he's in the NOI. He's always got on a bow tie. Really? Yes. Okay. Fresh shave. Right. He'll be joining us this morning, too. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, I know yesterday you were talking about uh, the new league, right, for football that mm-hmm. could potentially be... XFL. Yeah, the XFL. So we'll tell you what they are saying is the reason why Colin Kaepernick isn't playing, and we'll talk about their opening weekend. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Howdy, is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting with, Yee? 
Well, let's talk, start with the XFL. You were talking about this. It, they're saying that if this uh, version of the XFL lasts one full season, then it will beat out the Alliance of American Football. Now, if it lasts more than that, then it will outlast its first iteration. So it's XFL 2.0. And they are saying that one thing that stood out was that all four games were on major networks. There were two games on Fox and mm-hmm. one on ESPN and one on ABC. And they said early ratings returns were pretty good. They just have to keep that energy going. I thought it was pretty good. I, I watched it. I watched a couple of games. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was really, really good. You could tell like a lot of those players are playing very hard because they want to get in the league. Uh, I just think they need a star. They need a, a star. Colin well, Kaepernick, Kaepernick could have been, been that star, but they said they spoke with his representation and they said the salary requirements were exorbitant. You know, he did make over $40 million in his six NFL seasons and the average salary for XFL players is about 55000 So, Oh, wow. They should have gave, gave him some equity and uh the, the, the actual league. Yeah, because he would have been the face of that. They yeah. should have given him a little extra money. Give, Ka- give Kaepernick like I three, five percent of the actual whole XFL. Yeah, because if I'm Colin Kaepernick, I'm not playing for fifty-five thousand dollars. I got so much going on now. Well, I heard the quarterbacks in the league make a little bit more, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. a quarter million dollars from what I, from something I read. Okay. With. So you telling me the XFL didn't last the full season the first time? Yeah, I think it was just one so. season. Oh, one season. Okay, okay. That was pretty good though. The games were pretty good last week when I was watching. Yeah, so they just got to build on that, and people got it. But being on major networks, I'm sure will help out a lot. All right, now they were two police officers shot and there's a suspect uh, that shot allegedly shot those police officers who is dead that all happened at a Walmart shooting in Arkansas Lord have mercy. how could y'all do that in the holy grounds of Walmart right well they said the wit- uh, witnesses said the suspect was quote talking out of his mind at the time of the shooting the officers were responding to complaints that there was a man threatening people and that man then pulled out a gun and shot both officers and the officers who responded to the incident were not wearing body cameras at the time of the shooting but uh they said that the officers were treated after the incident and released. Oh, so it wasn't a premeditated shooting where the guy was targeting police officers? No. Oh, Not okay, like the okay, incident okay. in the Bronx the other day. Got it you. looks like they were just at the Walmart. They tried to show up. And Amy Klobuchar, she is leading now in the midnight vote in New Hampshire. So not a lot of people that have weighed in on this, but it looks like uh, her last showing and the last debates were pretty good. People mm-hmm. really like Amy Klobuchar now. It's oh. early, though. I mean, midnight. The, the polls opened at midnight in New Hampshire. Yeah, it wasn't like, a lot of voters. Yeah, so the actual polls opened at what? Nine? I don't know what time they opened this morning, but I mean, they actually opened this morning, so I don't expect her to hold that lead. Yeah, I think the polls usually open at 8 a.m. I'm not sure the direct time. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This Nasty Blind Buck calling out 757. Nasty Blind Buck? Yeah. That's a disgusting I you a minute ago, last year. Nasty Blind Buck. Okay. All right. Well, get it off your chest. Yeah. I was trying to get linked up with Blind Beauty so we could start this uh, What the I Can't See podcast. I can't see podcasts. I thought you were about to say I want to hook up with Blind Beauty to do some nasty blind bucking. Oh, my goodness. Um, nah, it's, it's a good uh, podcast for blind people, a female and a male. And we're just going to well, talk hit about on Instagram. what's going on. That's interesting. Uh, that would be actually an interesting POV that I would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Get her on Instagram. Yeah. Well, hit Trav. Well, why don't you set it up? I, we know I them. I ain't got no Instagram. I don't got none of that. I can oh. see why you would not have an Instagram. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, how can how can we link so you guys stupid. up then? We need to be able to. We need to be able to reach you. Uh, I can give y'all my number. 
You put, hold on. We will put you on hold and we'll get somebody to get your information. Yeah, we'll get somebody at the put studio. Put them on hold, Jamos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Yeah, Hi, this is Tati. Hey, Tashi, get it off your chest. Tati. All right. I'm getting off my chest. I met a dude from Jersey City. And so Jersey City got to take that L because we tired of loser men using women, telling them everything they need to hear and hurting good women. Black like men need to Jersey stop City damaging to good women. Sound like a typical Jersey person. Well, what did, he, what did he do to you specifically? He told me, you know, I just got out of something. So, you know, when you tell a man you're vulnerable and they telling you everything oh, you need boy. to hear, you thinking like, uh, okay, maybe, you know what I'm saying, some people are good in this world. And everything he said turned around to be completely false. Maybe he was telling you what you needed maybe. to hear at that time. At that present moment, that's the information you needed in order just to get through. No, maybe I think just he, in that moment. I think he was trying to smash. Did you let him smash? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but did you let him? Did you let him smash? Well, what did you catch? What did you catch him doing? Lying. And it just so happens that I knew, I found out about a couple of other people he was running a whole scam on. So mm. it's ridiculous question? You said when I walked into it, it's like, all right, I'm a good person. You know, I work really hard. True. Let me support black man. This is somebody who said that they was down and didn't have anything and I immediately was like okay well let's see how I can help you build and immediately it's like you're just you know not what you claim to be not stand up at I all. I love your mindset queen I love your mindset but I'm gonna tell you something you said you had sex with him um, maybe just maybe you have to have some accountability for your vagina because maybe your vagina just wasn't as, as good to him as the other women that's right Absolutely. hey you know what well, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry that point I'm so- at all no, your your vagina has your vagina is a great vagina. Don't How let him do talk down. Don't, don't let him talk down you on your vagina. Be proud of your vagina. Your <laughs> you vagina know. is strong. Your it's, vagina is. You never uh, had it. Hey, put put not, a crown on that vagina. It's not your fault that he's a liar and a scammer. Yeah, that vagina has value, Mama. I'm not saying it don't have value. I'm just saying it may not be as good to him. Repeat as, after as me. As to somebody else. Mama, repeat after me. My vagina is number one. Okay, Envy. We're gonna use that. See. See, I hate y'all. Get it off your chest. <laughs> 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Maybe I can give That's you a Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is SP. What's going on, guys? What up? What up, King? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, yo, I feel like karma got to me today because, you know, I, I found out my sister got cheated on by her boyfriend. And the way she found out mm. was because she caught an STD. And, um... Wow. What they got to do with your karma? I was doing, you must have gave somebody yeah, STD. Because, because that's my love. I love my sister. And I was doing girls dirty back in, back in my days, you know what I'm saying? Now it got to my sister. So now your sister got to pay the price. Yeah, she got to pay the price. I don't price, think that's how karma works. And yeah, and, and, and I'm disappointed because... He didn't, he's not even, like, he's not even admitting it. He caught, he said she caught an STD by, by the toilet seat. He was like, what yo, you caught a by the uh, toilet STD? seat. You can't get an STD he from caught. the toilet seat. That's Stop it. Said, Come on now. You can get crabs, I guess, from the no, toilet seat, right? No, you cannot get, well, oh. crabs, but you cannot get an STD from a toilet seat. What that's STD what did she saying. get? I was saying, she was, she was like, yeah, he, that, she was crying to me. She was like, yeah, he, that's that, oh, he you cheated. might get caught from, from the toilet seat or something. Because, you know, I, I'm oh not cheating on nothing, like... And like, like, yo, why would you sit there and lie? She, she's not even gonna leave him. You know what I'm saying? She just wanted to know the Which truth. Which one did she get? Which one did she get, bro? Too. 
she pregnant. She got yeah. is it at least something that she can cure. Did she get pregnant from a toilet seat? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> is it something she can cure at least? Yeah, it's, it's, it's curable. It's curable. Okay. All right. It's def- it's, Look at the bright side. At least it's curable. Well, just so you know, all she has to do is simply Google, you cannot get an STD from a toilet seat. They said I, I know, pa- parasites are not equipped to told, survive. She told me, she told me, she was like, oh, she was like, yo, I think he's cheating on me because I got an STD. And I'm like, yeah, duh, that's common sense. And so I told her to affront him. So she finally affronted him, and he, he was denying him. Like, oh, yeah, now nah, you might got it from the toilet seat or something because... Because oh my I, I, god, goodness gracious. Well, let me call you back. They go, let me call you back because I think you want to call the other girl or whatever. And I was like, yo, listen, she and she's pregnant, she's pregnant by this fool, man. Wow, she's pregnant okay. by him. Well, you need to stop doing women well, dirty, then, bro. And he need you to stop too. lying and admit that he cheated. Come on, don't tell me that dumb story you caught an STD from a toilet seat. All right, well, thank you, bro. Get it off your chest 800 585 1051. Hello, who's this? Well, good morning. Yes, good morning. It's good Rick morning. from West Michigan. I was what up, Rick? What's up? Get off your chest. Yeah, it's me. What's happening? I made it to work on time today. Hope everybody has See a good So did Charlemagne. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Charlemagne, where was you at yesterday, bro? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tighten up. You got to yesterday, tighten up. Yesterday, my, well, nah, my, 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 my daughter was uh, sick on Sunday night, so I was up super late Sunday night, and I, I'm, I just overslept on Monday. And then we had a flight. Okay. To, I had a flight to catch. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I'm glad y'all made it safe. I hope y'all enjoy yourself. Hey, I wanted to tell y'all, I rock with that uh, album, Envy. I was like 18, bro, when that joint dropped. Oh, Envy's album. It was The Block you know, Party, that's right. Yeah, that Block Party. I just I wanted to call y'all and tell y'all I rock with that. That shit's hard. Excuse my language. Thank you. Today's the 17th anniversary yeah, of that album release, and thank you so much, bro. How, how old are you now, sir? 35. I'm 34, man. Yup. You 34. Yeah, I dropped the album when I was 18, so we had the same hey, age, shut bro. Up. Why you keep lying? Thank, thank you for rocking me. What was your favorite joint of the album? Did I just show you a card? What did the card say? <laughs> what, 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 um, what was your favorite joint of the album? If I remember, was that was that Jay Z, and I love that Joe Budden Hold track. On. Now was that um, focus was on that? Yeah, was that Joe song Button. you did the video for on the album? No, that wasn't on the album. No, that okay. wasn't. But Joe Button's focus was on the album. Hover Jay Z was on the album. There was a lot of joints off the album, but thank you for calling, man. There was a lot of them. Most definitely. God bless. All right, brother. I, I just showed Envy one of my affirmation cards, and it says, uh, I am at peace with my age. Yeah, you showed and me I, one I, that, And yeah. I asked you if you was at peace with your age, and you said yes. But no. here you go lying about you being 34. You didn't show me that card. You showed me am I at peace with my sexuality. That's that is not true. flirting with me. That is not true. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, we are going to talk about The Rock. His daughter is now training. We'll tell you what she's about to be doing. Also, we'll be discussing a Nipsey Hussle documentary. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. It's dangerous. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're What's broadcasting happening? live out in Miami, 103.5 The Beat. That's right. We're here for uh, registering people to vote. That's right. Making sure people are registered voters. That's right. What's the address where we at, Yee? Oh, you couldn't stop doing that. Like, I just know the address off the top of my head. Uh, we're waiting. Could you tell them where we at at least? Yes, we're at Miami Soul Cafe. There you go. There you go. There you go in Miami Gardens. That's right there. Right Google there. it. No. And the address is? <laughs> 17, oh, 16194 Northwest 27th Avenue. There you go. Well, That's let's, right. Let's, Angela, Angela Rye has joined us too. What's up, Miss Rye? Hey, hey Angela Rye. Yes. My guy DJ Killer Touch is in here too. Killer Touch, Killer. what up? I, I got, what? I don't know if I should say this. His what? car got declined yesterday. Your car got declined? You need to hold something, bro? <laughs> But no, uh-huh. no, okay, right, well, anyway, right. let's get into rumors. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Rock's daughter. 
Don't put him on blast like that, you. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his 18-year-old daughter, Simone Johnson, is training to be a WWE wrestler. She would be the fourth generation because... Wow. Yeah, is that amazing? That's dope. I, that's scary for me. I wouldn't want my daughter to wrestle. I would be scared she'd get hurt, get injured, oh, wrestling, paralyzed. Wrestling is fake. They still get so, injured. So as long as they... Yeah, that's actually still not easy. You yeah, see they how they get, get slammed and might be choreographed? Yeah, but... as long as they do it correctly, that prevents a, a lot of injuries in, in wrestling. And right. you also can't control what the other person does. Correct. So they could land on your neck wrong, but her great-grandfather started the dynasty of very talented wrestlers. So uh, The Rock responded to the news on Instagram. He said to the little girl who fell in love with wrestling and said, this will be my life one day. This is for you. I'm humbled, grateful, and ready to work. Let's do this. And her mother also posted a response on Instagram. While the legacy of the family may be your platform, your future will be uniquely yours to earn. That is very true. It's big, it seems like it's big shoes to fill, but truly she has her own unique lane because mm -hmm. she is a woman wrestler. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like they're going to expect her to go out there and be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. She could be her own thing. All right, now, Black China. people were wondering why was she on the red carpet at the Oscars. She well, was? Yeah, she was there. Yeah. Black the, China, Black China? Black yes. China. Like Black, Black China. Like Black China. At the Oscars? Yes. For what? Well, about to find out. There you go. Now, she's saying it's because of racism. That's why people were questioning. <laughs> Diversity! Well, no, she said racism is why people were even oh questioning goodness. that. She said there's a lot of people that... You know, you could say, why is she there? But she says she she believes she, believe she belongs there. She contributes to the entertainment industry as a star of her own reality show, as a black woman Goodness. who finds inspiration in supporting her friends, mentors, and other talent that has helped provide a blueprint for her career. That I, is her quote. I thought the Oscars was just trying to fill quotas. You know, if you need more diversity, you need some blacks, you need some oh Asians. Let's invite black <laughs> All right, and Ava DuVernay is going to be directing a Nipsey Hussle documentary. It's been picked up by Netflix. It was a whole bidding war for it. Mm -hmm. So it's a co-production between her company and Nipsey Hussle's Marathon Films. The project was secured by Netflix. They said everybody wanted it. And that's where it's going to land. That's dope. Can't wait to see that. I wonder what it's about. I saw a Nipsey Hussle doc. Um, not I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw portions of something when we was running around doing the Opportunity Zone uh, legislation stuff. And it was him and David Gross. I wonder if that's, if that's it or if it's something new. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Justin Bieber, he's been opening up in his docuseries about a lot of things that he went through, including his drug usage. Here's what he had to say. There was a time where I was sipping lean. I was popping pills. I was doing molly, you know, shrooms, everything. And it was just an escape for me. I was just young. But my experience was in front of cameras and I had a different level of exposure and people and like I had a lot of money and a lot of things. So then you have all these people around me just kind of hanging on, wanting stuff from me, knowing that like I was living this lifestyle that they also wanted to live. All right, now you can always find a silver lining no matter what. And he talks about how Lyme disease actually helped him. Honestly, I'm committed to getting better and committed to doing whatever I have to do, whether it's inconvenient or not, because I know ultimately it's not only for me, but being the best me is going to help be the best husband, the best father, the best friend I can possibly be. And for uh, all the fans that want to enjoy the music that I make and stuff, I can't do it if I'm not healthy and I haven't been healthy for a long time. Now, how life-threatening is Lyme disease? Because I, I got a couple, I got a friend who has Lyme disease and I don't know if it's the end of the world or not. Well, listen, you just have mm -hmm. to make sure you stay healthy or you can't keep doing 
you know, living fast like that because mm -hmm. that could make it even worse for you. So you got to make smarter decisions when you know anything could happen. So he wants to improve his health and be the best husband he can be. And his wife, Haley, also talks about how him having Lyme disease has been life-changing for the better. And see, that, that goes back to what I was saying last week. It's like, yo, I want to hear Justin Bieber's music reflecting what's really going on in his life. Like, all his records sound like they were written by somebody else, and they're just like that pop generic formula that a lot of Maybe that's artists just like singles, that though. Maybe that's just the singles for radio. Maybe his album will be I that. would hope so. I want, it, I want his music to be as deep as some of his interviews be. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you know my... Uh, never mind. What? what? <laughs> you gotta say Go ahead, it. say it. You got Lyme disease? I know it's no. something. <laughs> what? That's what? My dog has Lyme disease. I just found out my dog has oh, Lyme disease. Like I can't believe you just heard this up. punk ass dog. But it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. Like the dog, it, 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 he can use, he loses vision at times. Like it's a lot that they have Lyme disease. How you know the dog disease. can't see? He told you? The doctor told me when I took it to, oh, the, to the vet. Gotcha, the vet gotcha, told me gotcha, that gotcha. the dog can, can lose vision. There's a lot of things. How does that make you feel? Sad. You look like you want to cry. Sad. My Chuck Norris has Lyme disease. Chuck but he, Norris but he's, Lyme he's, disease. He's, he's good money, though. And I was oh. going to say, with Justin Bieber, his song Intentions that he has with Quavo, that is kind of a reflection of him trying to be a better person and do positive things. I haven't um, heard it. I, so you mean to tell me the video I saw with him with all them Negroes in the trap uh, bouncing up and down, that's a positive video? I, I don't know what the song is That about. wasn't a trap. What was that? That wasn't a trap, right? Wasn't it like an orphanage? Yeah, he was. No. I saw Quavo post Biebs in the trap. What? Yes, man. You ain't see that video? <laughs> no, I ain't see that, man. They actually going to help out um, people that they got a lot of donations that were raised for this. Um, it's a charity organization called the Alexandria House. They actually help people move from crisis to stability. Yeah. It's for women and children in need. It wasn't a trap. So that's day. where they were. So they were actually raising money and awareness, and they started a whole campaign for that, too. Our producer, Daniel, said they was at One Oak. What? <laughs> they were not. <laughs> they were, man. Y'all ain't it's seen It's a transitional. Video. Which video are you talking about? <laughs> That was no children's hospital to me. Well, no, it's not a hospital. I don't know where that was. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. We're live. We're broadcasting live out in Miami Soul Cafe, 1035 The Beat. And we got uh, front page news when we come back. Yes, we do. We are going to be talking about the XFL and uh, why Colin Kaepernick didn't end up playing in the XFL, even though they wanted him. All right, and Angela Rise here. We'll talk to her next hour, too, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're broadcasting live out in Miami, Soul Cafe, 103.5 The Beat. What are we doing here? Of course, it's voter registration. We're encouraging people to come down and register to vote. That's right, and voter registration is now available at Miami Garden City Hall. Uh, doors opened at 7 a.m. Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can go out there and register to vote. All right. Well, Angela Rye is here with us as well. Yeah, we're going to kick it with her next. But we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yeah. Yes, we're going to talk about the XFL. I know you said you watched this uh, first opening weekend. I did. And you said it was very enjoyable. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was good. You see a lot of those players, you could tell, playing hard. Maybe they want to make it into the NFL, but they were playing hard. It was no, no light work. They were working. Well, all four games were on major networks. Two games were on Fox. There was a game on ESPN and a game on ABC. So that's good news. They said early ratings returns were good. But every new football league, they said, normally gets a lot of eyeballs opening weekend. The real test is going to be, will this keep up after opening weekend? So they said for some reference... Um, 
on the ratings, they got about the AAF got 2.9 million viewers for its first game on CBS, and they considered that to be a huge win. I mean, if the games are good, people will watch. I mean, football season isn't around. Right. That football season is over. That's yeah. going to need a standout, somebody that people can, you know, look forward to watching, whether it was like it's Brady or it's uh, Odell Beckham. They, they're going to need some of those where people would really want to just go to the game to see their, their fair, you know, fair. They need outcome. a star, basically. Yeah, absolutely. So Colin Kaepernick should have went to the XFL and, and made them give him equity in the. Uh, League. I think so. Take a, take well, a, they take said his salary demands were too high, but maybe they weren't giving up equity. I'm, I'm sure they weren't. But Yeah, so if he can't get that, you know, they're not going to give that up. But they said his salary demands were just too high to play quarterback in the XFL. It was exorbitant. They said they spoke with his representative. The salary requirements uh, were certainly out of their range. I wonder if his agents even asked for that, though, because, I mean, that would have been dope for him because... You know, you give him a little bit of equity in the in the organization, so even after he stops playing, he can still be a, a, a voice for the XFL right. and recruit players to come there. Like, yeah. it would have made a lot of sense for them to do that. Right. Still does, actually. Yeah, they, and he made over $40 million in his six seasons, and the average salary for an XFL player is about 55000 So I'm sure he would have got, you know, a nice six-figure salary, but not the millions that he would be used to. Yeah, the highest contract I saw in XFL was a quarter million dollars. And they said the games, all four of them got a, a attendance between seventeen and 18,000 people. So that's not light numbers at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, now let's talk about the midnight vote in New Hampshire. They said Amy Klobuchar is leading, but it's not a lot of votes in uh, yet. So I think it's hard to tell. But they said she won the most votes when a little more than two dozen New Hampshire residents cast their ballots shortly after midnight in the first in the nation primary. That, that means nothing right now. That means nothing. Right? It's too early. So, no, and the, the, Put your lips on the mic. mic. Oh, I'm sorry. The, um, the midnight primary has, it's a uh, tradition and they're like two people. <laughs> Lord have mercy. It's, not, it's a little more than that. It's but like it's 24 people. Very right? small primary. Well, it's go, just a that's tradition. That's it? We're basing this over 24 people? Well, a little that, bit more than that. That was the midnight one. There's still another whole election day so, today. So if you're on Amy's team, do you cheer on right now? Yeah, Amy, we're number one right now. <laughs> we're awesome. hey, we celebrate that? Votes. Celebrate every victory. Have a mimosa this morning, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure we're going to talk more about that in just a few minutes. All right. Well, Angela Rye is here. We're going to kick it with her when we come back. we got a lot to talk about. We've been uh, saying something for the last, what, three years that we wanted? and It happened. Well, it did happen. It, it did happen. It, it did happen, but he didn't get removed. nothing happened. But I don't think anybody anticipated that, right? What's that? Him getting removed. I think that people certainly hoped for it. We did, I right, did. MV? Yes, I <laughs> did. I, I prayed on it. You did? I prayed on the it. The Lord did not hear your prayers. No, I would okay. never waste uh, any of my time with God on that prayer. My goodness. Angela wow. Rye, when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we're broadcasting live in Miami, Soul Cafe, 103.5 The Beat. We're encouraging people to register to vote. So we're out here to, I believe, what, noon? We out here to noon? Um, no, we're not here till noon. Yeah, why would you say that? <laughs> I'm asking. What, but no, on? voter registration is now available at Miami Garden City Hall, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you can register to vote with us until we're here until about 10 a.m. 10 a.m. But how yes. long is the truck out there registering people? All day or to, what? Do you know? 11, I believe. 11? Damn, we should Don't give me the line. I am not responsible Look, for them. Just get here as soon as you can. Get here as soon as you can. It's all right. <laughs> well, we have Angela Rye here. Good morning, Miss Rye. Good morning. We need to fact check that voter registration. 
Hey, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get the facts. I know for a fact he's here till 10 a.m. Because we're here till 10 a.m. Okay. okay. That's all I can account for. Now, we've Got been it. asking and talking about impeaching the president. Yes. He was impeached, but what does that mean? Nothing, it seems like it. Well, uh, it does mean something. What? So, this is the first president who will have ever run for a second term as an impeached president. Run and win. What? Oh, okay. That's, how, that's what you on this morning. It's the truth, though. Okay. Well, they encourage people to come register to vote nonetheless with your yes. pessimism. But um, I think what we were hoping for mm -hmm. is that after impeachment, which, of course, happens on the House side, that the Senate side would remove him. Mm -hmm. um, that did not happen. Um, there was only one courageous Republican on one of the articles of impeachment. Of Mitt course, Romney. that was <laughs> Mitt Romney. Now, what happens to him now? He's an outcast now. Well, nothing. They never were super close. There was never this deep soul brother connection. We know that Donald Trump took him out to talk about an ambassadorship, and that was ended up being a laughing stock at a rally virtually the next day. Mm -hmm. So I don't think much. Um, and why, yeah, why people act like they can do something to Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney's a, a rich white man. That's like one supervillain versus another one. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I get They're it. both bosses. Now, we, but we also see that Donald Trump, they said he's polling higher than he has been, right? Oh, and boy. so does this make him more invincible? I think that he has never not been invincible, um, clearly. There's nothing that Donald Trump can do that warrants um, uh, an evaporation of his base. Like, no matter what he does, he is able to keep a consistent base of support. I think that is, mm -hmm. when you look at what happened with the Republican Senate, why they didn't vote for his removal. Mm -hmm. um, he has a ton of support in there with their constituencies, with those states. Mm -hmm. They are solid red. And what's even scarier is the fact that they would not vote to remove him says they agree with him. Right. And it's something that we've all kind of tacitly known but haven't said. I think it's really clear now. They will not remove someone who is immoral, who is corrupt, who abuses his power, who would obstruct Congress, um, both chambers. It is very clear that they want... The judges, right. at all costs, is very clear that they want immigration policy that is bigoted at all costs. Um, and they don't stand on the side of, of truth and righteousness. I think that is the truth of the matter. Trump set the bar in 2016, though, when he told everybody yeah. I could go out in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody. And my people would still love me. That That's was the right. bar. The bar I, is, I will shoot somebody, and I'll be good. Or I could shoot I could. somebody, so, yeah. So as long as you don't shoot nobody, I think, well, no, he'll still, get, he'll still be fine. So what happens Depending now? who he shoots. So, so what's the plan to get Trump out of office? And, and uh, as far as Democrats are concerned, who are we looking for? Who, who looks pretty good? Who, who's our hope? Well, nobody. Before, <laughs> Come on. You are so grumpy smurf today, dude. <laughs> right. You know, the thing that is so fascinating to me is I really think that it's not just in who the candidate is. It is in what issues will move us to the ballot. Right. I believe strongly that when Barack Obama won in 2008, it wasn't just because we were voting um, to, because this man was awesome with a funny name and had a great policy plan. I think that Barack Obama was an issue mm -hmm. um, for black and brown voters, for young voters, for some older voters that wanted to perhaps correct their past. And mm -hmm. that issue was making history. So this time, um, there are only a couple of folks that we could be making history for. There mm -hmm. are the women candidates and there's Pete yeah, Buttigieg. Pete. Uh -huh. yeah. And Andrew Yang. Oh, yes, of course. But <laughs> why you say like oh, that? Now you want to get pessimistic, huh? <laughs> Don't you get pessimistic <laughs> now, Angela Rye? Okay? Don't you get pessimistic I mean, now? That would, that would, that would <laughs> be, now you guys are going to get me by the yang gang. Come on, man. That would be changing making history, too, though, it, if we're discussing that. No, it would be. But I just, I, I think that the reality of an Andrew Yang victory is second Slim. to none at this point, Sheesh. right? He didn't even. 
He didn't even do very well. Although, I would say Amy Klobuchar, people weren't paying that much attention to her until recently. The only difference is there actually has been a caucus, and he did not perform well in the caucus and fired a lot of his team. So that's the only reason why I would say. Who's Grumpy Smurf now? No, I'm just saying we can evaluate y'all that yang gang. And haven't we said that the last two elections, though, that the people that were electable weren't electable. So here, and I mean, people a, that were, were weren't electable, they won. Well, let's, let's Obama, talk, Trump. Let's, let's talk about that when we come That's back. That's fair. Angela Rise here, 800-585-1051. We're broadcasting live from Soul Cafe in Miami. We want you to come down here and register to vote. We are here till 10, so we want to see you guys at the Breakfast Get Club. Get some Good of these red velvet waffles. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're broadcasting live from Soul Cafe in Miami, 103.5. Miami Gardens, baby. We are encouraging you guys to come register to vote. We yes. got some free food for you guys while supplies last. And come hang out with us. It's and- first come, first serve. Yes, it is. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do my part all 2020 to get as many people to register to vote as possible. But I have to say I feel disingenuous because they still have not addressed properly the election security bill. So how do we know that, you know, the election is even going to be fair so, from November? So a few things. One is what we know is if people don't engage by registering to vote, by calling their senators, by pushing for this legislation, it also won't be fair. What we also know has not served us is apathy. So we have to motivate around some set of circumstances. I wish that Andrew Gillum could have um, come this morning, but there's also another thing today called a primary in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. So he's working on that coverage, but Andrew stood up an organization here in Florida called Forward Florida Mm -hmm. to register a million voters. Um, There was a significant voter drop-off after Barack Obama. I think the um, numbers went down from 700,000 registered Democrats to 300,000. Mm-hmm. There have been purging of the roles and all of that. What we do know for sure is when we're up against voter suppression, we're not going to win, but what we especially know is if we're not registered and right. if we don't go out to vote, mm-hmm. we're even in a worse set of We already lost. That's exactly right. right. And so even if they're not playing fair, I think that doesn't mean that our response to that is to stay at home or to not engage because it's always been stacked. This system's been stacked against us from the beginning yeah. of the country's foundation. So there's no reason to disengage now. Why do black voters love uh, candidates that have a history of racist policies? Because you know a lot of black voters loved Joe Biden. Joe Biden. And right. now I saw yesterday that Bloomberg has, has... Did you has, see the tape? Bloomberg Are you the tape? No. Uh, no, but, but did you see the statistics that Bloomberg has more uh, black voters not in Bernie? So this is what I think um, would be smart for candidates to do with the campaigns. If there's been a significant shift with Bloomberg, what that means is that... All of the money he's spending on advertising, three hundred million, Super Bowl, and he's everywhere. He's all on digital. Yep. He's all on um, TV, on linear. And so what that says is that no matter where we are, we are we over-index on social media. He's there. Right. On TV ads, he's there, ever present. He's getting ready to go to Tennessee when most candidates are still just talking about New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Super Tuesday. He's going to Tennessee next. Yeah. He can, af- he can afford all of that, yeah, too, sure can. Yeah, he can. And that also tells us that if while money is in politics, it's always going to be stacked against candidates of color. So what do you think about Bloomberg? A lot of people in New York seem to like him. They think he did a good job in New York. What, what are your thoughts on they Bloomberg? Do. Blombito. I have to tell you, I am um, really uh, frustrated by the fact that Michael Bloomberg was the one who was holding up um, the Central Park Five settlement. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to tell you his policies around stop, stop and, and frisk, frisk. Mm-hmm. and how they impacted black and brown um, people, especially black and brown boys, is mm-hmm. troubling. 
I have to tell you that this tape that came out yesterday on social media that I think has 1.3. What was the tape? What, what was oh, it my tape? God. That's why, that's why Bloomberg was, uh, was, is racist, was trending. So, yeah. So there's a, a tape from a conversation he was having at the Aspen Institute um, where he talks about how if you uh, target... Um, a particular profile, they're likely to have guns, they're likely to have drugs. He put, he focused on putting police in black and brown neighborhoods because he said that's how you would stop the crime. So, of course, if that's how you stop the crime, more black and brown people are getting arrested, and it's an unintended consequence. Mm. What is uh, bad about this is this is not from the 90s. This is not a Hillary moment, super predator, crime bill moment. This was like a few years ago. Mm. So I'm just like, how do you reconcile that, right? right. And, and he apologized at a black church in Brooklyn the day before you announced your candidacy. That's what he did. Right, he but he had been asked to apologize for, for forever, mm -hmm. right? And I think the other issue is he has all these black mayors, all of these black elected officials who he supported for a long time mm -hmm. coming out to support him. They look bad right. because all of their constituents are like, you're not supporting someone who's in our interest. Now, the other thing is, and I think that black folks do this more than anyone else, will support a candidate who's deemed electable. Mm -hmm. And by being electable, this is, I think, what you were getting mm -hmm. at a little earlier, that means that they can't be good on any of our issues. Mm -hmm. So we will once again put all of our issues aside for incrementalism's sake and vote for someone who's electable, even though all of our stuff gets sacrificed. Yeah. I think it's time out for that. I think we can do both. Get someone who's electable and good on our issues. And if we don't, it's gonna, it's not going to So we're just us. looking for somebody who can beat Trump, basically, that's whether what, or not those are the issues that matter that's, to that's us. What I think that's what's been happening with Joe Biden initially. Us. But exactly. now Joe Biden seems like he's sliding down. He's sliding down the pole. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> he might you? land on his head. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that, what is that? Shout to that stripping Houston. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what So what do you think is the explanation uh, for that? You think it's these debates that he's not performing well in? Or do you think other candidates are stepping up? I, I don't know that um, Joe Biden ever expected to do really well in Iowa. I think, you know, today's results will tell us um, whether or not he can perform um, in a white state and win back the Trump voter, which is how he kind of came into this race as being known as the guy who can get the working class white person. Nah. Right now, what it looks like is he can get the black vote. So that's where he's doing really well in South Carolina. We don't know what's going to happen in New Hampshire, but right now he's not expecting. He's like waiting for Super Tuesday and waiting for South Carolina before that. I want right. to go back to something you said. Oh, we got time? Yeah, no, no. We got to wrap. Oh, okay. All right. We come back and talk about it. Well, this Angela Rice she's, she's not going anywhere. She'll be here all morning long. We'll all talk morning. to her more. So don't move. And we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Uh, yes, we are going to talk about Nicki Minaj because Queen Radio made its return yesterday. So we'll tell you it what. Yeah. Yes, we'll tell you what she had to too. say. Her first uh, Queen Radio of the year. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We out here. That's Where right. we at? Where we at? We outside. That's right. We're broadcasting live from Soul <laughs> Cafe out in Miami, Miami Garden. Shout out to 103.5 The Beat. We're encouraging people to register to vote. We outside. That's right, and you can register to vote today at Miami Garden City Hall, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So they are going to accept completed applications. Mm -hmm. You can also call 305-622-8000 for and, more information. And we got applications out here, right? We got, yes, we got applications here. Outside. Yeah, we got applications here at Miami uh, Soul Cafe. You can come out here and register to vote. And we got food. Yes, we do. We and have we got food. Angela Rye. Angela Rye is here yeah. as well. Now, Angela Rye, this is, I know you Put go to different markets. On. And you try to encourage people to vote. How important is, is our people registering to vote to make sure we get out there and vote? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not voting. I don't care. Uh, you know, I don't feel like uh, none of these candidates stand for me. 
Is that I mean, what that says? That, that, that. that is true, though. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> well, I think partially, but more than anything else, we need to stand for ourselves. Um, this is about honoring the ancestors, honoring each other, and mm -hmm. honoring the future. I think more than anything, um, we can't expect for people to do for us what we won't do for ourselves. Right. And I think that's where we have to start. Um, again, commending um, Andrew Gillum for what he's doing with Ford Florida. Thinking about the last time we were here. I well, Envy, you weren't here. No, last time but, I, I had uh, a car show. I'm sorry, I had a car show. Oh, a car show. Okay. Car yeah. show, well, we were down here trying to um, get people to register to vote. Well, and I'm so here now. Out the vote. Mm -hmm. But um, with that, I don't know if you all remember the gentleman that came to talk about Amendment 4 yeah, on the yeah, ballot. Yeah, absolutely. And because black people turned out to vote, um, folks who were ret returning citizens from being incarcerated we're re-enfranchised, right? And I think that now this is another fight that we have to take on. It was kind of too good to be true. Mm -hmm. So with that progress, they tried to dial it back. They've been fighting people on past fines. Mm -hmm. So some folks haven't been able to register to vote, particularly in this state. Mm -hmm. So the ACLU and others are, are taking it on and saying, look, you cannot make people pay to vote, which is essentially what you're saying. If they don't pay their fines, they can't be right. registered to vote. Mm -hmm. So even being able to take something like that on, it doesn't have to be the candidate of your choice. It could be the issue of your choice. What issues are you willing to stand up well, for? Well, those brothers well, outside right now, too. I, I just spoke to those brothers out they there. Out there? Yeah, yeah, outside now, yeah. But if you have a Democratic candidate who has uh, no black issues mm -hmm. or no black agenda, how is it standing for ourselves? Like, we're voting for people that aren't going to do nothing for us anyway. Well, I don't think that that has to be the case. Mm -hmm. I also think that um, if we're just sitting around waiting until November, or for example, um, and I think we should say this as well, in Florida, Voter Registration Day is at the final day to register is February 18th. Okay. Um, I think that is important because if we're only sitting around to wait to go to the polls, we are not truly politically empowered. So there are candidates who may be okay on your issues. Mm -hmm. Why can't you call them and talk to them? Why can't you reach mm -hmm. out to their campaign and say, these are some of the things that I expect you to be good on. Right. In order for you to get my vote, you need to be great on these five things. Why mm -hmm. can't you do that? Right. Yeah. You have right. to be That's involved. You you can't complain about a system if you're not even trying to do That's anything right. about it. That's right. It. Well. We're the only, we are the only group of people who think that um, our politics are optional. Every other enfranchised, power, empowered group in this country knows that politics are not optional. It impacts your everyday life. So you can participate in it mm -hmm. to ensure that it is representing your best interests, or you can sit around and let it just impact you. I think black people feel like, you know, uh, that because they treat us like an option. Who? The Democrats. So I think that we have to be careful with um, black people think that, right? Mm -hmm. Like one of the things that I've been fighting against, especially this cycle, is the African-American voter. It's voters, plural, mm -hmm. because we are interested in different candidates and different issues and have different takes on how we get to the end goal. The bottom line is, yes, on both parties, within both parties, we have been treated as optional. Why? We have allowed that. Right. We have allowed that. There are people who are in power, in positions of power, who are not representing our best interests. Remove them. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are people running for office now because they want to change that. And they Ooh. are us. Yeah. Especially in local offices. Oh, local. Yeah, local definitely. Well, right. we, and we had some folks who were on the national stage. We had Kamala and Corey who were absolutely speaking to our issues. And honestly, some of us cannibalized them, right? Mm -hmm. Like we were. Oh, Kamala's record, her prosecutorial record. Amy's out here killing it, and Amy's prosecutorial record is worse than Kamala Harris's. Mm -hmm. And she's voted to support some of Trump's judicial picks. 
that's damning. Right. We're not holding her accountable to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Be. Well, Angela Rise here. She's not going anywhere. And we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about, Yee? Oh, we're going to talk about Nicki Minaj's Queen Radio. That came back yesterday. So we'll tell you some things that happened because 50 Cent dropped by. Mm-hmm. Our girl Malibu Mitch was on there freestyling. So we have some of that for you. All right. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, usually Charlamagne gives somebody his donkey of the yeah, day. Yeah, we usually do donkey of the day right here, but we are in Miami uh, registering people to vote. And also, being that the setup is so bootleg, I don't want to be in the middle of donkey and then we, you know. Just cuts off. Just cuts off. Right. So, uh, we have Petula Burke here. Petula Burke. She is the Director of Civic Morning. Engagement for Miami Garden. She is out here helping register people to vote. Good morning, Petula. Good morning. Thank what, you. What are the, some of the misconceptions when it comes to voter registration? That it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, we've made it easy in the city of Miami Gardens. Um, you can come to our city hall Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., register to vote, and we will actually send it into the supervisor of elections for you. Mm-hmm. So it's really that simple. Um, there's really nothing else for you to do. You How long is the process? Anywhere. Like five minutes. Can you do it online also? You can do it Mm -hmm. online, but we have the paper. It's easy, and we make sure because then we make sure it gets in. So there's no sort of hiccup, so to speak. Is there a long line to wait to register to vote? Do I got to wait hours? No. (laughs) Literally, you can come in, and if you're at the front desk, there are other people in City Hall. So if there's a long line, we can come down and make sure that that doesn't happen. What if I'm scared of City Hall because I smell like cushion? You know, I'm just driving through. Okay. We're not arresting folks. Okay. We want you to register to vote. Gotcha. Your voice counts, and the only way your voice counts is if you register to so vote. So you can smell like weed coming down there, Listen, not a problem. you know. Now there's, new, <laughs> now, there's new laws. Some people feel like that maybe they're not eligible to vote. So let's talk about who is eligible and who's not. So if you are a returning citizen, so if you have been released from prison, you can register to vote. Here today, we have the Florida Restoration of Rights Coalition right outside. Mm-hmm. So they will walk people through that process as well. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Well, register to the vote, give them the address, tell them what time you guys are there, when they can come register, and all that good stuff. 18605 Northwest 27th Avenue in Miami Gardens. Um, we are here Monday through Thursday, 7A to 7P. Now, what do you say to people who feel like their vote doesn't count? It doesn't count if you don't vote. That's the only way it doesn't count. If you do not vote. If you vote, then your voice matters. And if them white people suppress the vote, but that's a whole other issue. Go ahead. It right, is Angela. a whole other <laughs> issue. So um, if you can, just tell the folks, when is the last day to register? February 18th. In order to vote in this primary? Correct. So February 18th is the last day, so make sure you get out there and register to vote. If You, you got exactly one week. If you can't make it, give them the, a website again where they can register online. Um, I don't do. I don't have the website in front of me, but it's the supervisors of elections. Mm-hmm. But really, just come down to City Hall. Okay. But they can come down today too. To they vote. can come down right now. They can come right here. Yep. Um, they can come to City Hall anytime. Um, and you can visit our website, Miami Gardens um, FL. Um, you can go to City Hall between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Every day. But we're here at Miami Soul Cafe right now. Petula mm-hmm. is here right now. She can we register are registering you right, right now. now. Right. That's right. That's right. So, so you're not part of here. the solution. You're part of the problem. Make sure yeah. you register to vote. That's is there right. anything I can lie about on my application? Like, what no. if I just want to say, no, I wasn't convicted of a felony? Don't lie. Okay. So it's not like a job application. They won't throw it away if they see it out of the No. Okay. All right. Now, when we come back, the mayor's supposed to be joining He's us, He's right? on his way. He's the on his way. The mayor of Miami Gardens. The mayor of Miami Gardens. Oliver name Gilbert. Is Oliver Gilbert. And we're going to kick it with him when we come back. So don't move. We're broadcasting live from Soul Cafe. We want to see you. Shout to Papa Keith. Shout to uh, Bulletproof. We want to see you. So come on out. Represent with us. Shout to our 103.5 The Beat Family Logic. We see you in the studio. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody.
everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Angela Rye, our sister, is here. She's holding it down with us all morning long. They are. And we have the mayor of Miami Gardens joining us, Mayor Oliver G. Gilbert III. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Welcome, man. Listen, welcome to Miami Gardens. You gave my whole government name. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> my whole title. government name. Let's, let's start this off first and foremost. Oliver Gilbert said you cannot come into City Hall smelling like Kush. Don't <laughs> well, play yourself. Well, that's the first thing he says. I don't want you to smell yeah. like Kush coming down here. We would prefer not, but we're still going to register you to vote. Oh, got you, you, got you. You still need your vote. Yeah, you can, you can vote high. I mean, it's not a rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's, let's talk about getting people to, to register to vote. Why is that so important? Man, look, you know what? Because we always we did a great job as a community complaining the day after elections and criticizing the day before elections. We do a real bad job as a community voting during elections. Right. Yes. You can look at every meaningful election over our lifetime. When we showed up to vote, people who actually speak for us and represent us well actually win. Mm -hmm. We refuse to even be a part of the conversation. We won't participate. To participate, you have to register. So I hear all these things about, oh, it don't matter, your vote don't count. Well, the sure way it won't count is if you don't register and you don't vote. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about people trying to suppress our votes, the best way they can do it is get you not to register. Right, make you feel discouraged, yeah. make you feel like it doesn't matter, and then that way you're not going to even bother. It's like that. I was the devil's advocate. The greatest, the greatest thing the devil ever did was prove to you that he didn't, the world exist. He didn't exist. He didn't exist. Yeah. Right. So this myth has perpetuated itself that, hey, it's not going to matter, and everybody's the same, and it won't make a difference. Listen, th this is the difference between Barack Obama and Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. We showed up to vote. That is that is literally that is definitely the true. Mm -hmm. You can see the difference. You can hear the difference. You just have to ask your question: Do you care who represents you? Do you care who speaks for you? Do you care the issues that are pushed to the forefront? Do you care that about what we do as a, a national community, a state community, and a local community? Do you care? Well, I think that's the actual issue: yeah. is that a lot of do black people don't think that these people have their best interests at heart. They don't have none of our issues on the table. Well, and I think that is the issue. The problem is that becomes self-perpetuating. If they don't, if you don't register to vote, you can never have someone who actually has your issues on the table. Right. And a good example is, look, when I became mayor, one of the things that I did was, I said, we're going to stop arresting people. We're going to give civil citations for marijuana. I don't want to put people in jail for marijuana. But, but that, that was a policy decision of someone who got elected. Right. So, Mayor Gilbert, what made you decide to even run for mayor? Because we talk about having representation mm. and people who look like us who matter and who cares about us. What made you decide that this was your calling? Just Miami Gardens becoming a city. I'm, I'm a lawyer by trade, and, and I was comfortable being a lawyer, partnering in a law firm, making money. Uh, Miami Gardens becomes a city in 2003. And this area previously was was unincorporated, and and we um you know it's 113,000 people in the books. Those are people who want to be counted. Right. Yeah, it's probably more like 140 because people hiding. You know, you, you, mm -hmm. your baby daddy hiding, your, your cousin. This, people do not want to. They don't want to be counted. <laughs> so it, it, it's and it became a city. And I heard the way that people talked about us, and so they would say, "Oh, this is just another ghetto. This is just another inner city." And they're like, "We got a 63 percent, 64 percent home ownership rate. Mm. It's higher than the county average, the state average." And the national average. Mm -hmm. When did it start being a ghetto? When, when, when black people moved into the suburbs? Right. No, no. It, I knew who we were because I grew up here. I had a good understanding of who we, we were at the time, contemporaneous. Mm -hmm. I know what we can be. And so when I ran for office, I started talking about things like hiring police officers from this community. And we start putting kids from this community through the police academy. Mm -hmm. So now we have a community of kids who grew up here. Right. They, they're the police. That's our version of community policing. I talked about That's the dope. fact that business development. Listen. You all want businesses, but everything's zoned residential. Right. So let's change the zoning. Let's change the zoning. Let's go out there and, and, and talk to people about the type of businesses and show them the actual numbers. You might think that we don't have money, but all this data say we spend a lot of money. Right. right. We just spend it in Aventura and Pembroke Pines and on Brickell. We spend a lot of money. It's Mercedes over here. It's red bottoms everywhere. You can't walk through 
nowhere without seeing Louboutins. Okay, all right, that's man. A, that's a, and Angela, right. Right. Angela, he's not, right. not saying he's not saying that like it's a good thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have money to spend. Yeah. We got money to spend. We got to spend. Well, it's, it's a good thing that we do have money to spend, and so. When people say, well, that community won't support this business, of course they will. Right. right. And so we start going, going after people like Topgolf, and we got the first viable Topgolf in, in, in Dade County was in Miami Gardens, and mm -hmm. people were so shocked. We like nice things, too. We like nice things, too. And what we about, can support about, those things. And, Angela, earlier you were talking about just going to talk to your local representatives about what it is that you need instead of sitting back and waiting for things mm -hmm. to happen. What are some things that, that your community has told you, okay, this is what we need in our community that made you pay attention and stand up. How can people approach you so that you listen? Well, you can. we have a... Uh, open door policy, you can actually, anybody can make appointments. I've literally had appointments with people who were addicted to drugs. I, 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 he came in to tell me that he was being harassed. And so I, I take appointments with everyone, but I also do something that I call tease. And so if you invite me into your house, we'll bring refreshments. You invite your neighbors, and I'll sit in your living room and answer your questions and listen to your ideas for as long as you want. We do a couple of Did you just say you're having drinks with people and teasing them at their house? <laughs> That's not what he said. We know what he said. When we come back, we have more with Jeez, Mayor yes. Oliver Gilbert when wow. we come back. Do what you got to do to get in office, man. He's a troll. We have Tito's. Yeah, no, yeah, it is what it is. We have more with the mayor when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with the mayor of Miami Gardens, Oliver Gilbert, in the building. Now, I want to ask, with Super Bowl here, right, mm -hmm. and the city making so much money, does any of that money go back to our communities, or is it one of those things where it's, it's not going directly to us? It's, it's, it's complicated because, you know, we had a lot of conversation on social media about Super Bowl and how it benefited Miami Gardens. And I, I was a city councilman the last time it was in Miami Gardens. And they, you couldn't get them to even say Miami Gardens on TV. Um, we've seen some progress, but the money doesn't come back to the city. The money comes back to, like, for instance, when you, when you, during Super Bowl, when I went into a lot of the local restaurants, they were completely packed out. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people, people get confused about how communities make money off Super Bowls. Right. The government does not make money off Super Bowls. The government, most assuredly, every government, loses money on Super Bowls because we, we attract those big marquee-type Tourism, tourism events, and people come and they stay in hotels, so the hotel makes the money. But our residents work in hotels. They, they sit, they go to restaurants, so the restaurants make the money. Right. It, the government doesn't make them. We just kind of set the plate. Right. We set the stage. And so we, we saw a lot of people come in to Miami Gardens, and we saw a lot of, you know, here, the Lick, and all these other places. Studio 183 Lounge, Studio I was out there, Lounge. I did two parties yeah. there, Super Bowl weekend, Miami so, Gardens. <laughs> yeah, it, we, we saw that type of thing. But as we mature as a community, one of the things that we're working on right now is, is actually having hotels built in the city. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people think, oh, well, why don't they have, you know, the NFL live experience in Miami Gardens? Well, because 200,000 people coming to, into the city in cars would be a problem every day and you want places where there's hotel traffic. Right. People can leave their hotel and right. walk to things on the beach and walk to things in Bayside. Those are the type of, that's the type of economic development we focus on. Um, it, that and, and mainstream retail and internet entertainment that actually focuses on our needs. So what we know is we, we are an extraordinary community at, at setting trends. Absolutely. Everybody tries to, to imitate us. Right. But we'd be trying to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. they, they, they're trying to be us. Literally, when I traveled to, I was in a car in Indy on the back road. I had a guy, he was driving. And, and I, I had hooked up to his, his car. He was the driver. We had been driving for like a week, off and on. 
And when he, when he heard Flo Rider, he started singing Welcome to My House. Mm -hmm. This guy who barely spoke any English <laughs> on a back road in India. Our Universal culture, language. Yeah, our culture has permeated literally the world. Mm -hmm. But we find that we're always trying to be something else. You just be you and be good at it. If you're you and you're good at it, it kind of works out. We have to become comfortable with that. We have to become comfortable with the idea that something else isn't better. That ice isn't colder just because... White ice isn't ice. colder. Say it's it, man. It's not. White okay. ice isn't colder. It's ice. Mm -hmm. It's ice. So you can shave it and shape it and do all type of different things. You can have it crushed or cubed, but it's ice. Mm -hmm. It's not colder because it's somebody else's or it looks a different way. What's voter yeah. registration looking like here in Miami Gardens so far? You know, we, 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 one, one of the reasons I heard um, Petula Burks on, and she did a right. great job talking about it. The re one of the reasons I started the Office of Civic Engagement is because I saw that people only talked about voting when it was time to vote. Right. The city should be registering folks to vote year around. Mm -hmm. And so, and we made that commitment. So it just, it trickles in, but we push it on everything, on all our emails that goes out, at all our events that goes out. We, we want people to always have the opportunity because, you know, people say that they, people suppress our votes. And, you know, they may suppress our votes, but, but I can't tell because we don't try. Mm-hmm. It, you, gotcha. When you think about historically, you said they may suppress our they votes. They may suppress our votes, but but we're not trying no, they to do vote. Suppress our votes. But we're not trying to vote. So when, when you go when you go to lines, th these aren't dogs and water hoses and police officers guarding precincts. When you think about what people did to actually vote, them making it harder and adding another piece of paper. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, let, let's right. let's just do that. Let's do that. And 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 when we actually vote. As a community, what we can do is we can elect people who take away those suppressive laws. And so when you talk about voter suppression, yes, there are many of us who aren't even trying. But for those of us who do try, they do things like purge rolls. We know with Amendment 4, there are folks who are returning citizens who've had um, to pay fines. That is a form of suppression because they're having to pay to vote. So I don't want to um, completely tell folks that they're not suppressing votes. Oh, no. That doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Oh, they, they, they're definitely nasty with it. I mean, they, they are. But, right. but our job is, is to win and to vote anyway. Our voters tries to try. And so one of the things, when somebody asked me, I was having dinner with a group of, of businessmen. They said, well, what can we do to help register to vote? I said, well, why don't you, why don't you all, when you all giving money to foundations, since the courts say you got to pay, why don't you put, put a million dollars in a trust? Put a million dollars in a trust and you have across across Florida, we're going to pay for you to register today. Mm -hmm. If you got fines, because most of the fines, mm. this is how you can actually help. Don't, I said, hey, listen, I appreciate the turkey giveaways and the book bag giveaways, mm. but if you really want to do something that I think is meaningful, put a million dollars in the trust. Yeah. Let it start gaining some interest. Let people make the appointments. You got somebody, walk down there with them. Hey, you want to register to vote? No one should be prevented. Right. That's how you make meaningful difference. So don't, don't tell me about your community involvement is we give wild turkeys and at Thanksgiving. That's cool. I mean, we like turkey too, mm -hmm. but I would much prefer those people be registered to vote because when those people are registered to vote, listen, it's different when governors look down and they see people and when they see voters. It's different when presidents and senators look down and they see people and they see voters. Yeah. People may not affect what they do and say. Voters definitely affect what they do and say. We, we've just been looking at people as our community. That's not how they look at stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they look at stuff from their own personal interest. They want to mm -hmm. stay elected. Okay, you want to stay elected. I, I, I'm the mayor of Miami Gardens. We have 113,000 residents. We have around 66,000 voters. We're the largest predominantly African-American city in the state of Florida. We are the largest home of working class, middle class, black people. Question, Florida. You, you said Miami Gardens 70% African-American, right? What are some of the specific policies you've, you've put in place to directly impact that community? Oh, I, well, everything I do directly impacts African-Americans because I only have, I, right. we have basically African-Americans here. <laughs> but when you look at, 
w whether it be little things like visiting every school, and I leave here, I'm going to Golden Glaze right, across, right down the street here, visiting every school to let them know that a black man is the mayor of this city mm -hmm. and that they can actually be, that a kid who went to school in this community, elementary school, middle school, high school, caught the bus to law school is the mayor of his hometown. Fam, you, do it too. University of Miami, yeah. Yeah. And so, but little stuff like that, or just giving laptops away to kids when they're going to college. Mm -hmm. If you go to college, we have this big laptop giveaway from Northwestern, um, Carroll City, and Norland. Or, you know, whether it be Jazz and the Gardens is coming up, making sure that local businesses can participate. Or the hiring, uh, the residential hiring preference, which says, hey, not just for police officers, but for everything. You get a preference if you live here. Mm -hmm. So all of my policies affect us, black people disproportionately, because most of my residents are, are black. Well, the reason I ask that question, because, you know, when you look at these candidates and, you know, you have brothers and sisters who say, like, none of these candidates have our interests on the table. What are some things that you would share with some of these presidential candidates, some policies that could work on a national level? And it's not, it, 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 black people have, have a greater interest in affordable housing and, and gun violence. Sometimes they talk to us like we're very basic, and this yeah. is all we care about. Right. We, we care about international trade because that creates That's right. jobs. Right. That's right. We, we care about the revitalization of the industrial uh, economy. We care about all those care things. Care about STEM. Yeah. We, we, listen, I'm building a park. We just broke ground on it that has science, technology, engineering, mathematics, recording studios, and television production area. Mm -hmm. I want to teach kids to, do all, kids to do all those things on parks. Right. I'm building a park to do that. Right. Talk to us about things that meaningfully, we care about the same stuff that other communities care about. But we don't hear about that. Right. So it, it's like a pet peeve of mine when people come to Miami Gardens and, and the very first thing they talk about is, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I want to get affordable housing, more affordable housing. Look, the affordability of housing is an important issue, and it should never be diminished. But understand this. Th there's some black people who go to work every day right. and, and, and have degrees, and they still can't find housing. And that's not just a black issue. That's a housing issue right. here in mm -hmm. Dade County. Talk about those things. Talk about not having first-time homebuyer programs, but having second-time and, and third-time homebuyer programs. Talk about down payment assistance for if, if, you, if you've rebuilt your credit. Talk about all of those things. Right. Are there any candidates you like right now? Oh. Ooh. Do you like Mayor Pete, being that he's a... <laughs> you know, Mayor Pete came here. <laughs> Mayor Pete came here, and he actually had a roundtable here in Miami Gardens. And I know Mayor Pete from the U.S. Conference of Mayors. I'm, I'm on the national board of the U.S. Mm -hmm. Conference of Mayors. So I, I like Pete. He's a good guy. I, I, I'm not committed to any candidate because, honestly, I, I want somebody to stop telling me, speaking to me in platitudes and tell me how they're going to beat Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Because right now, everybody's speaking to me in platitudes. Mm -hmm. Everybody's saying, oh, this is good and this is what I want to do. What, what we know is that the, the president has actually found a way to speak to what I call our, our deepest, darkest selves. Everybody has something in them deep down that they don't necessarily talk about that's kind of bigoted. Mm -hmm. So when you see, you know, President Trump getting 18% of the black male vote, Th that's because they, they were voting from that place. We need people to vote from a different place. Okay. We need them to vote from a different place. And no one's, no one's spoken to me that. Well, well, Mayor, we appreciate you for joining us this morning. Mayor Oliver Gilbert, the mayor of Miami Gardens, that's and thank right. you. He got his bow tie on. He looks like a member of the NOI, but he's the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Gardens. Well, thank you for joining us. And get out there and register to vote. And thank you for joining us again. Thank you. I appreciate you. And listen, y'all, keep the good work. Thank, thank you. So I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right, don't move. We got rumors on the way. Yee, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about Vanessa Bryant. Now, she is struggling to process that both Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant are gone. We'll tell you what she had to say in her Instagram post. All right, we'll get into that next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Angela Rye is still here, kicking it with us today. Mm -hmm.
We're broadcasting live from Miami Soul Cafe. We're encouraging people to register to vote, so we're here for a little bit. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Vanessa Bryant. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, Vanessa Bryan, she has posted on Instagram and she said, I've been reluctant to put my feelings into words. My brain refuses to accept that both Kobe and Gigi are gone. I can't process both at the same time. It's like I'm trying to process Kobe being gone, but my body refuses to accept my Gigi will never come back to me. Why should I be able to wake up another day when my baby girl isn't being able to have that opportunity? I'm so mad. She has so much life to live. But she said, then I realized I need to be strong and be here for my three daughters. So she wanted to share that in case there's anyone out there that's experienced a loss like this and she said she's also praying for all of the victims of this horrible tragedy please continue to pray for all absolutely i don't know how strong i could be like if i lost my daughter no. I, I really don't know you i don't even want to think about no. that I, mean, I can't even imagine what she's no. going through and i'm not going to pretend to act like i'm uh, i can imagine what she's going through well the memorial service uh will be held february 24th at the staples center again you know just to remind you guys that's okay. two different levels of grieving right like you're losing your significant other your soul and man and your daughter and uh, one of your daughters. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, now the assassination of Malcolm X. It looks like it might be Amazing. getting a second look after a Netflix documentary. Now, historians have long believed that this was a botched investigation. Are you surprised? And for decades after the assassination of Malcolm X, the confessed assassin has said that the two other men who were convicted as accomplices had nothing to do with the murder. But now, thanks to this Netflix documentary series, they're saying that they may... Uh, review evidence in support of the two men's innocence. Well, the person that they say actually shot him is dead anyway. I mean, mm -hmm. I watched the documentary this weekend. I thought it was a I great documentary. Oh, I thought it was amazing. Amazing documentary. But the, 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 alert. So what? You go, the guy, if you've ever read a book, you would know that anyway. <laughs> the guy is dead. He's from Newark, New Jersey. Uh, his name was William William Butler. So mm -hmm. he's dead anyway. So if they want to reopen it to rewrite history and have history accurate, cool. But it's not like somebody's going to jail for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Javante Davis, he is pleading not guilty. And that's after that video we saw of him grabbing his um, child's mother by the neck. And uh, her name is Drita, and he is now fighting a domestic battery criminal charge after that video went viral. So we shall see what happens. Is he pleading for a lesser charge? Because it's, it's video, right? I mean... They were playing. He's going to say they were playing. Mm. They were playing. They play like that all the time. A little rough housing. Mm. You know, what he's saying is he never hit her. He said, yes, I was aggressive. And he said that in a post Okay. after that incident. And everybody saw that video. But he's got to realize he's got some issues there. And by the way, I'm sure she's going to stick up for him. And she's no, we don't know that. She actually, I think, even um, came forward and said that he was, you know, very aggressive okay, right. toward her. So Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody saw it. So them shopping sprees don't work, huh? No, absolutely not. And that's also that type of behavior where somebody uh, acts a certain way to you and then they try to make up for it by a shopping spree. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, again, shout out to everybody that stopped through today. Shout out to Angela Rye, our sister. Thank Angela you. Rye. She caught that early, early flight. Yeah, she sure did. Shout out to Patula uh, Burke for joining us. Yes, Mayor Oliver Gilbert. And Mayor Oliver Gilbert. All right. And also shout out to uh, Papa Keith and Bulletproof for holding us down. And our Logic. whole 103.5, the Beat family. Shout out to David Kennedy, who's here with mm -hmm. us, too. What's mm -hmm. up, David? And shout out to everybody. Shout out to Martin. Shout out to the police officers outside. Shout out to 
to everybody that came to just show us some love and, and register to vote. We appreciate you. There was a young man that brought us uh, some children's books. Uh, Charlamagne, he brought you one, too. He said his is I about anxiety. It. A young kid outside, a young king. It's and called, we got some called, at Juice Defined juice also. Defined this is Press Juices. Juice Company. That's right. Yeah, the young man is Javon Allison yes. and Monique Cooper. And yeah. the book is called Javon's Fears, Worries, Thoughts, Anxiousness, Panic Attacks, Inner Conversations, Anxiety. Right. And shout out to R4. She gave us some artwork, too. Absolutely. A lot of gifts. So many people showing us so much love. All right, but let's get to the mix, the People's Choice Mix. shout out to Miami Soul Cafe. I did. For taking great care of us. They actually because of this detox bought me a platter of vegetables and fruit. Ask me what I ate. How nice is that? Ask me what I ate. Some fried chicken. Fried lobster tail, actually. I saw you. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Black History Month. So what are we doing today, Charlamagne? Listen, we're going to honor um, uh, a Black History Month legend for sure, but this was absolutely uh, a new Black History moment, man. Our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. Uh, let me tell you something. I don't particularly subscribe to this line of thinking, but I know this statement she made. Uh, it really, really, really impacted and touched a lot of people. It's really just another way of saying, don't let anyone disturb your peace. Personally, I subscribe to the philosophy of if they go low, take it to the floor with them. But Michelle Obama doesn't feel that way. And she expressed herself at the Democratic National Convention in 2016 when she said this. The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. About our daughters when they set off for their first day at their new school and the only thing I could think was what have we done see because at that moment I realized that our time in the White House would form the foundation for who they would become and how well we managed this experience could truly make or break them that is what Barack and I think about every day as we try to guide and protect our girls through the challenges of this unusual life in the spotlight, how we urge them to ignore those who question their father's citizenship or faith, how we insist that the hateful language they hear from public figures on TV does not represent the true spirit of this country, how we explain that when someone is cruel or acts like a bully, you don't stoop to their level. No, our motto is, when they go low, we go high. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. All right, Michelle Obama, what a queen. Absolutely, 100%. But, but when what? they go low, sometimes you got to take it to the floor with them. All but right. I don't, I'm not mad if you decide to take, take the high road. All right, well, that is our Black History Month legend today. Now, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out 103.5 The Beat Family. We're broadcasting live in Miami. That's right. From Soul Cafe. It's voter registration. That's what we're here for. We're trying to get people to come out and register to vote. That's right. Voter registration is now available at Miami Garden City Hall, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can ask your customer service representative for assistance. They're also accepting completed applications. And for more information, you can reach out and touch 305 622 Thousand. Right. And okay. shout to Papa Keith. Shout to Bulletproof. Shout to our family at 103.5 The Beat. Appreciate logic, you guys. Logic running the boards. Yep, yep, yes, yep. Yes, everybody's chipping in and working today. Shout to Angela Rye for stopping through today. Absolutely. Also, Mayor Oliver Gilbert from Miami Gardens. That's right. And come get some food. Food is amazing. So come on down. Stop through. Even when we're not here, come get some food. Shout to uh, Miami Soul right. Cafe. Shout to uh, Looney. Looney has the art on the wall, so if you come through and you see some of the uh, dope art, lavish Looney, all right? So, um, 
It's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes. Uh, today is what, the 18th anniversary of your first album? 17th anniversary. 17th sir. anniversary of, uh, what was it called, Desert Storm Presents? It was The Block Party. The Block Party. The Block Party. Envy likes to lie and say he put that album out at 18. and he, so Somebody he, was 18 when I put it out. So he's saying that he's 35 now. And so I showed him this card earlier. It's from my uh, Power Thought cards. And it says, I am at peace with my age. Each age has its own special joys and experiences. I am always the perfect age for where I am in life. So at 52 years old, Envy, you should appreciate where you are in life, sir. I'm trans 30. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I hear you. And you said Logan is 18. <laughs> that means you were... <laughs> Okay. I'm not good with math. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?